thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And This Week in Wellness, a vegan couple who fed their children on a strict and insufficient diet have had their three children removed from them after they were found to be malnourished and suffering from rickets. The couple have avoided jail time but have been sentenced to 300 hours of community service with the judge labelling their parenting as reckless and stating that the abandonment of parental responsibility cannot be excused. Their 20-month-old daughter had been fed a strict vegan diet of oats, bread and a few mouthfuls of vegetables and weighed in at just 4.89 kilos. She was malnourished, her growth was stunted, her bones were brittle and her motor skills were poorly developed. This was not an isolated act or a momentary decision that caused danger to the child. The child was seriously underweight, underdeveloped and undernourished. This would have taken time to occur. The mother had become increasingly fixated in her beliefs, including their vegan diet, Judge Huggett said. The child had severe deficiencies in nutrients, including calcium, phosphate, vitamin B12, vitamin A, iron and zinc, and her levels of vitamin D were described as undetectable. Caring for her was caring for a very young baby. She couldn't sit up. She couldn't speak any words. She couldn't feed herself or hold a bottle. She couldn't play with toys. Currently, she has ongoing appointments for weekly occupational therapy, monthly appointments with physiotherapy, speech therapy, a paediatrician, and a dietitian, said her carer. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is this is not a story about veganism, but is a story about neglect. It's very easy to focus on the particular diet these parents were feeding their children, and I think it's a bit of an easy story to tell, but you know, a healthy vegan diet can be okay for children. It's not a diet that I would recommend, but if you are feeding a healthy diet, if you're including careful management of the foods they're eating and supplementation, making sure that they are getting supplementation of things like vitamin B12, making sure they're eating foods full of healthy fats, making sure they're getting sufficient omega-3, making sure they're getting sufficient energy, things like vitamin D, iron, and zinc. You know, If you are carefully managing their food intake, if you are supplementing where necessary, especially for the vitamin B12, making sure they're getting those healthy fats for their brain, it is possible to have a child raised on a healthy vegan diet. The thing is, though, it takes time, and it takes effort, and it takes more work. So If you're not willing to put in that work to nourish your child because you want to go down this vegan route, then I think you should seriously reconsider whether this is the approach for you and whether this is the approach for your children. I also think this isn't a story about lack of medical care. You know, many of the articles I've seen talking about this topic have commented on the lack of medical care provided to these children. They hadn't seen a doctor. They hadn't seen any had any number of interventions that people might otherwise think children would need to have, but. The reality is this is not a problem caused by a lack of medical care. This is a problem caused by a lack of sufficient food and a lack of sufficient nutrient for this child. It's also, I think, a story and a warning about orthorexia, about inflexibility when it comes to your diet. You know, it's one thing to be very passionate about a particular diet. It's one thing to have a very passionate philosophy of your approach to food, your approach to raising your children, all of those sort of things. But when it becomes inflexible, when it becomes an obsession, when you're continuing to do it in spite of the evidence showing that it is clearly causing damage, that it is clearly causing harm, that it is clearly not working for your children, 
then you really need to reassess what you're doing, why you're doing it, and whether in fact you have a healthy relationship with food, uh, and whether you are in fact inflicting damage on your children. So be mindful of the risks you take with children under your care, and of the examples that you set for them. You know, just because something's right for you as an adult, doesn't necessarily mean it's right for your kids. And I think you have a heightened responsibility to make sure that you're being safe and you're being effective in the way that you raise them. They're dependent on you. You know, raising your kids in a healthy way is to be commended and encouraged. Raising your kids in a rigid, inflexible way that leaves them malnourished and with a poor relationship with food is not. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thisweekinwellness. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbrettehill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.